Hello, everyone, and welcome to On Your Way to Work. We are a bi-weekly podcast that seeks to have a conversation not with employers, not with managers, and not with business owners, but with you, our fellow workers on the workplace floor. I'm your host, Christian Witted. And now we're in studio with Kaylee and Rick Witted. How are you all doing today? Doing really well. We're good. Good to be here, Christian. Absolutely. <laughs> awesome. Well, I'm glad to have you both here. You know, last week we talked about how you define promotion. And your definition of promotion is intrinsically tied to your values, to what you value. And so I just kind of want to, I just want to take this show today to talk about those core values. So the four Ps are really more about how I think about my career. How do I feel about my career? And not not necessarily grounded in the reality of what's really happening in my career. And I have probably been the individual most exposed to this line of thinking and probably the most subjected to the careerwit.com assessment over time. And what I've seen is my core values and how I'm feeling emotionally um, align now when in the beginning it didn't happen. So I think that's one of the things that's very different about careerwit.com assessment and uh, the four P's of promotion. And I also think the P's provide a really great anchor for how you approach different situations and where you're going in your life. It gives you a, a sort of a visual that allows you to see how you've operated in the past and align how you want to operate in the future through these four rather simple but very impactful mindsets. Yeah, you know, it's interesting you say that um, because some of the early feedback we're starting to get, uh, as a matter of fact, I had uh, one of our uh, followers um, tweet a little bit earlier this morning that, you know, hey, I'm glad that you... Uh, I just took the tests and um, it was very exciting. It actually helped me with a decision I just helped me understand a decision I just made last week. So uh, I I think you're right. I think half of the value of careerwit.com is about understanding the unconscious reflex that we have toward what happens in our career. You know, I think a part of it is just, you know, half of the battle is knowing, right? And I think that's what this test does. Just a shout out to Charles Franklin at Creative Dropout on Twitter. And uh, I mean, I was just very excited to just kind of see his tweets. And, you know, I see why I was drawn to nonprofit social work, et cetera, and how I need a job with meaning. So, the cool thing about the careerwit.com, it's never like this new discovery. It's always been something that's been important to you because it's core value. The challenge is, why do we get in the workplace and we just scrap <laughs> our core values? And I think that's half of the, 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 uh, the power of careerwit.com. So, Rick, we're talking about these four P's here, This uh, the core drivers, position, pay, personal security, personal satisfaction. Can you speak a little bit to that, just a short explanation on each of those for the listeners? Yeah. So pay, you know, real simple, pay me. <laughs> what, I'm not progressing if I'm not getting paid. Um, uh, position, real simple. If my career is progressing, then by default, I should be getting a bigger job if it's level 
or or I should my my job responsibilities should be expanding if it's expansion. Personal security, very simple. Um, my career is progressing if there is relationship, mentorship, growth and development occurring, if I'm valued. Those are all intrinsic versus the first two, which are external, and then personal satisfaction. It's more about does the work I do bring a level of satisfaction in my life? Forget the workplace. So the work I do feeds life. In other words, the meaning that there is a cause um, to why I'm doing it or um, the idea of balance, that it allows me to do what I do best outside of this place. So it's really not about this place. It's what I do feeds what's most important to me outside of this place, which is cause, meaning, or balance, work-life balance. Uh, I'd be very interested in hearing from the both of you in terms of, because you've taken the test, you've read the book, you know, how is it impacting you? It's, that's, it's the most important thing to me. Well, for me, my score actually came out to personal security, personal satisfaction, position, and then pay. Mm-hmm. So my primary driver was personal security, and my secondary driver was personal satisfaction. I was personal satisfaction and then personal security, but on emotional, they switched, and it was personal security, personal satisfaction, position, and uh, pay. And that's the life cycle motivators is what you're talking mm-hmm. about. Right, those emotional motivators, yeah. So what I'd love to hear from you two is, so there's a couple things, right? The, there's so many resources. You've got the book, you've got the videos that go with each chapter, you've got the assessment. But just when you think about the assessment, when your life interacted with this material, what did it do to your thinking and approach to career? It just makes perfect sense to me. I was like, oh, this is absolutely correct. Um, even thinking in the job I am now, I love... The, the reason I enjoy my work as much as I do has nothing to do with the actual department I'm under. It is a finance department. And for me, it's like, it's almost comical that that's why <laughs> yeah, I exist. Yeah. Um, but the purpose of my role there is to create space for other people to thrive. And that is my life passion. Mm-hmm. Whatever opportunity I have to do that creates purpose for me. And then on top of that, I probably have the best boss in the world. And so the fact that I have those two things... It correlates on why I come home every day and I'm like, guess what I talked about here? Mm-hmm. And guess what my boss said about this? Because he gives, he adds value mm-hmm. to the work that I'm doing. Yeah. I don't care what my title is. And the pay is great, but the pay is great because it covers the basic needs of life and my desires to travel. It's not, that's not why I'm there. Mm-hmm. I'm there because of the first two things of what I'm doing and then who I'm doing it for. And on personal satisfaction, I'm assuming you're more meaning. Absolutely. Yeah, so that feeds right into your values. Here's another question. Before taking the assessment and being exposed to this material, what did you think a promotion meant? For me, it was influence. Before this, it was being at a place where you had greater influence Mm. to influence what was happening around and beneath you. So position expansion, the idea of... position expansion. And it came with often a title change, Mm -hmm. but it was much more of I have a greater voice to Mm -hmm. speak into the operations of a system. Yeah, my say-so was a little bit more important, a little bit more impactful. So that's really interesting because I had that same experience when I first took 
the assessment a couple years ago at, at the start of this, um, where position was big for me. And, and I recently got the opportunity to really practice that because I made a, a career decision change that moved me from, you know, a higher level to, you know, a, a different level, right? And what is interesting is that even though I made that decision and I, it was just me eating my own cooking, right? But even though I made that decision, I still had that emotional like gut feeling in me that said, wow, I'm, I'm taking a step down. Is that kind of what I want to do? It's, so, so just, you know, and I, I just caution the people who take this test because if you think that this emotional response you've been living with for a couple of decades goes away because you have this newfound knowledge, it doesn't. Um, and so I'd love for you guys to speak to kind of that, you know, how, de- you know, the whole sensitize or the debugging of, you know, knowing what you know now with Outgrow Your Space and, and, and what the careerwit.com assessment has, has revealed to you. And yet what you've probably heard from the culture around you, your parents, your friends, which is, you know, you know, are you, is your career progressing? Tell me about the, the next level you're going to, the next big job or, or the paycheck you're getting. I think it's about getting really secure, just getting secure with yourself and where you are, being able to own just what's happening in the present and know that this is the best thing for you, regardless that this is what your life should look like. My life should look extraordinarily different if I followed the prescribed plan prescribed plan, I should be my second year in medical school, getting ready to start doing rotations. That's what my life should look like. Mm -hmm. And it does not at all. (laughs) Um, There should be a lot of things happening, but I wouldn't trade my story for anyone else's. So let me just respond to that. Are many of our listeners insecure in their thinking about career? I would venture to say Many of us are unknowingly insecure. And that is, I think that's just a reality of life. You have to make a conscious decision to swim against the crowd. Mm. That is a choice. It's not a, you don't float into being upstream, to moving upstream. You float into going downstream. And so I think it's the conscious choice. It's self-awareness to say, this is who I am and this is my path. And having a workplace that values me is much more important than being being a VP at a organization yeah. that does not care about the fact that my child is graduating from high school. Yeah. I, I think you're right. I, they don't even know they're insecure. Right. Right. We don't know we're insecure. And I'll tell you, the results so far of, of uh, the careerwit.com assessment match that. 74% of the population that's taking the, the assessment so far are misaligned in their primary or their secondary. And at least half of the population almost is misaligned in their primary. In other words, their core value, the value that makes them feel like they are moving forward is not what they have the tendency to think or filter their career choices by. It's it's a different value. So for you, it's personal satisfaction. And um, yet, you know, before taking the test or reading the data, position probably would have been a very impactful emotional response. Now, I think your experience is a little bit different because you actually got exposed to the book 
before you got exposed to the assessment. But that's the power of the the assessment, I think. I think so as well. I think it provides uh, just a really great opportunity to have an objective viewpoint on where you're currently sitting. It's, this is not your destiny. This is a great snapshot on how you can shift what you need to shift to make your destiny something that you envision. And so how, how would you use the book? How would you see using the book to, you know, integrate knowledge from the test to your actual practical walking out of a, of a career? You both are in the early stages of your careers. How can and is this book helping you to both think through and execute on career decisions? Well, for me, um, I guess you could say I'm lucky because I'm just starting my professional um, life. Like I haven't even finished college yet. I just got into an intern position. But having read the book, I'm now, I guess you could say, almost suspicious of my career decisions. Like I haven't really had big ones come up yet. But now I'm constantly thinking, am I thinking emotionally about a decision or am I thinking towards like what logically makes sense well so first of all i mean working for wits in for two years i think oh, yeah, that's, that's pretty amazing yeah that <laughs> <laughs> so i want to tag on to something you said kaylee's and christian's response so it sounds like he's developed a healthy sense of skepticism about his initial reaction to career and i'm so excited you said that because for me that's why i wrote the book like challenge that gut response you get. So how does that intersect with your theme of the courage um, to be secure that your value is the right decision for you long-term, Kaylee? So I'm getting back to your theme of security. That's a good question. Um, And this is a personal viewpoint. I think security can be not really defined, but couched in a way that you're secure enough to question. If you, someone who's holding something insecurely is afraid that if they question it, it will get lost and they'll lose it and it'll fall apart. But if you're secure enough to question something you hold is true, nothing should change if it's true. Yeah, I think, that, I think that's a good place to kind of, you know, wrap up this discussion overall. I mean, at the end of the day, my, you have to, I, I keep saying this over and over again, but a rising tide will lift all boats. So this idea that's popular in the workplace that pay means you're promoted or position means you're promoted, having a bigger title means you're promoted. It doesn't play that way in the reasons people quit. When you outline the reasons people quit, they pretty much evenly align with the four Ps. And so, yes, that's going to fit statistically about 40% of the population, but there's about 60% of the population who are very intrinsically motivated by personal satisfaction or personal security. And you have got to trust, you've got to resist the current of the culture and the language, the corporate ladder language that the workplace uses. You've got to resist that and just be secure in the fact that If I focus on my core career value, if that's personal satisfaction, personal security, position, meaning or expansion or pay, if I focus on my core career value, eventually 
I'm going to be the best me that I can be because I am filling the value that makes me feel like I'm thriving at work, that makes me feel like I am successful. And being the best you that you can be, here's what I found in a career of over two, two, almost two and a half decades. People will pay for the best you. People will position you to shine in their company if you're the best you. And so a rising tide will lift the boats of of pay or position or personal security or personal satisfaction. They will be lifted if you are secure in your core value and stay true to that in the workplace and make your career decisions based on that core value. That's hard to do. It's not easy to do. And I'm just telling you, even after you take this test at careerwit.com, when you see that and you go, okay, I need to make a decision based on this, there is going to be that gut checking you that goes, but should I? Am I moving forward if I do that? And the answer is yes, you are. It's a longer term play, but in a career path, life, that's 45 years. Yeah, I don't think it's that long term. I mean, this is about a long term play, so. I think I really like the pinpoint of a long-term play. Is that how you're viewing your career as a marathon over a sprint? Where are you going and where do you want to be at the end? If you don't start with the end in mind, I often question where you'll you'll end up. Yeah, I love that. Job, finding next job, sprint. Sprint. Having a thriving four-decade span of a career, marathon. Marathon. And even if you want to bring it to a place of, I don't know the specific thing I want to do, but you understand your passion and what, and that's a whole other conversation on what passion is, but you understand what gives you life. Let's Mm -hmm. bring it to something small in that. And every step in your career path, whether it's the same field or the same job, if it's not adding to that singular focus, you're running a sprint in detriment to the marathon. Because everyone's on a marathon run, whether you accept it or not. That's right. And I bet you many of our listeners are feeling the exhaustion of that sprint. Got to leave it there for today, I think. Listeners, thank you for tuning in today. As always, you can connect with Rick at facebook.com forward slash rawitted. Tweet him at rawitted or send him an email at rick at rawitted.com. Thank you for listening and enjoy your week.